be very intentional across the board to say, uh-uh, I'm not listening to you, favorite. I'm not listening to you, guy who's on the radio. I'm not listening to you, guy who my mom's listening to and she'll put her phone on loudspeaker. <laughs> turn that shit off. <laughs> you know, just uh, wow. that consistency needs to come through because mm. otherwise it's just, that's why we find ourselves here now. For sure. Yeah. And how R. Kelly got to do what he was doing for decades. For sure. Because no one cared. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't hitting him in his pocket, right? So, anyway... Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the seventh episode of Who Said That Though podcast, your weekly check-in on current events, music, and all things life and lifestyle. I'm your host today, Mutsa here, and I'm joined by... Your resident positivity advocate, Paul. Zetsu here, the boss bee. And lastly, Zama, also known as Scott the Girl. Hey ladies, how are we? Hi. We all good, we all good. How's everyone's weekend? Guys and guys. Good, good. good. Chilled bobs. We had Friendsgiving, which was amazing. Best I, I cleaned all day Saturday and then I was cooking. I cooked mm-hmm. up a storm. Right? You really did, I just, hey? I was uh, going I'm going to pat myself on the back. Well, you God. should definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> it was, no, nah, but it was good times. Hey? My heart was filled with joy and love and light. It was beautiful. No, it was a beautiful day. And Paul really like mm. showed up and she did the things. We had such a beautiful day. Mm. Um, and think it's just like good conversation, great food, all the laughs. Mm. It was just perfect. I suppose just having the crew back together. Yeah, absolutely. After a very long time, Super right? Long time. Mm. Such a treat. Yeah, no, it was good. Very much like needed. So yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And special shout out to Langa. I know she's already flying back to the US today, so miss you already, bye. And she, <laughs> she's a loyal listener of. She definitely oh, is. She? Yeah. So when you see so that American flag, oh, it's her. It's her. her and her mates. Yeah. <laughs> Shout-outs, 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 Langa. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? What did you get up to? Not much, as always. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, you're in lockdown, but also, yeah. Sakes, how was your weekend? Well, what was I? Oh, I mean, it was the weather was terrible, so I just slept in on Saturday, I guess. And then Sunday, Zama dragged me along to a potential hike. Potential, because it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shame. Dude, we were literally up. I was up at like 4 a.m. It was so bad. Because it was a drive out of town. Yeah, It was was a drive out of town. So, yeah, it was a a bit of a treat, you know, having to be up that early. And then you get there. I was a bit disappointed, though, because I was probably looking forward to taking part. But the rain was... Keen, guys, to take part in some some, some activity of sorts. <laughs> you were keen. That's so much, so much excitement. Why? Why? Um, I like, could not wait way. to do it. <laughs> Sounds just like you, hon. Sounds just like you. Absolutely. I'm like, sure, sure. No, she car, didn't. Like when it started raining really hard, and I was like, yes. <laughs> 
I was like, oh, Zama, I'm so upset. For anyone who doesn't <laughs> no. know, Zakes absolutely lives for um, physical uh, exercise and all things, yeah. and all things physical Fave. activities. So she was clearly very gutted that she no, didn't. She get literally to do the did not Sunday. get out the car when we got there. Like I got out, obviously I had to meet my teammates, and there were two massive dogs as well there. So oh. Zeti was definitely not getting out the car. Mm-mm. And these dogs were super, no. like, running around. They want to be touched. And I was like, whoop. Yeah, Zix is yeah, definitely no. not going it anywhere. Just She's not my environment. stay in a car and do nothing. <laughs> Nonetheless, it was a nice vibe. We drove to Artis and we listened to some brandy and we were bopping. It was a good time. Yeah, it was actually, it was actually <laughs> nice taking such a long drive. But, um, yeah, we didn't do the things we set out to. So we got back in, ordered breakfast and passed... Out. Oh, amazing! That and still so sounds like a nice weekend, so though. It was actually. It was alright, isn't it? Yeah, it was, was alright. <laughs> Should we do it again this weekend? Then? Sister, sister, time. Yeah, shall we? <laughs> Should go now. Case it in. No. Okay. No, this Case weekend up. we've got sanitizer in the middle or inside, so you know. No, Zix is going to Cape Town also. So well, uh, yeah, yeah sorry nice. guys, um, I'll be out of town. You know, crossing <laughs> borders. Enjoy <laughs> crossing know, borders. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing all about it, babe. <laughs> yeah, probably looking forward to that. Cool. Nice. So I guess we'll get into it. Um, so the first segment, which I believe is called Who Said That Though? It's like Black Twitter, current news. Um, so I wanted to do something slightly different this week. So there's all sorts of nonsense in the news right now. There's award shows that no one cares about. The Sainsbury's advert, that Sainsbury's advert, wow. and advert. You know, that yeah. stuff. The inauspicious vaccine, you know, wannabe dictators, and the French moving mad as always. But I'm not going to get into all that. What I would actually really love to do is to take this time to celebrate some of the real phenomenal black British human beings making good news right now amazing that is right i feel like even though i've been very aware of like what's more than usual like more aware than usual of stuff going on pretty much everywhere i've noticed there's a lot of a lot of well not a lot but like you know we're we're getting some good shine right now so um i have Mm. a list here i've prepared a list uh and i've got four people so the first person is rennie edo lodge um for anyone who doesn't know who she is, she is a black female uh, writer, journalist, or author, journalist, and activist. Um, she is the owner of a podcast called About Race, and she also wrote the book uh, Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Very popular, popular book uh, globally. Um, so I found out the other day that she actually occupied the Sunday Times bestseller list for 52 weeks running. For a whole year Amazing. with her book. Wow. And wow. I don't know if you guys have read it, it, but I've read it three times over. Yeah. No. It's I haven't read that yet. It's no. very harrowing. Like it's 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 the I guess the black British uh history education that we never got at school. Like it very much is that. She talks about mm. the British history at length, but the pieces that they purposely leave out so she talks about you know south asians as well as other you know countries that were colonized but at large she speaks about black people and mixed race people in this country um and how things started out Mm -hmm. and where we are now and then um also her podcast which is kind of like a follow-on to the book uh won three lovey awards last week so that was really great news for her She's just been doing great things. Like the book for me is, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I love that book. 
it was incredibly powerful for me to get that education because it was not, you know, freely given at school. So sure. really, really, really incredible to see that she's getting her flowers for the work, the incredible work that she's done. She's done. Mm. Um, if you haven't mm. listened to the podcast, I'd highly recommend. It's literally nine episodes long. They're about 20 to 30 minutes long. I actually re-listened to it yesterday from start to finish. And it's it was recorded in 2018, but it's very relevant now. So would highly recommend. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I definitely need to get onto that. Get on it, girls. No, you know you've you've heard so, well a number of people have recommended mm. it, but it's just about you know make being intentional about going out there and really just getting into it. So for sure, absolutely love to because I do get that about British um the curriculum that's covered in schools. Like we're learning about what Guy Fawkes, but we don't know <laughs> no, about smart. what you men were out there doing. No, of course, uh, yeah, around yeah, the I mean, world. Why like, so true about excuse that? Excuse me. Yeah, like, so, yeah. we learnt more yes. about, you know, Native Americans, and even then, like, scratching the surface, than we did about, you know, the colonizers in those countries. Uh, yeah. It's very, uh. very interesting. But even if the book is, is feels a bit too much, or if you just generally don't enjoy reading, the podcast is really great, because it is kind of like yeah. the book, but just broken down into more, like, research pieces. Like, she goes into certain... Uh, themes that were explored in the book so would highly recommend but congratulations to her and may it continue um next on the list we have lewis hamilton obviously because my man won his seventh world championship at the turkish grand prix last weekend (laughs) my man and is now the most successful racing driver ever which is just like he like broke michael schumacher's record right yeah, he surpassed Michael Schumacher. So, Absolute madness. And I mean, the stuff that he's been I doing around activism during the racing as well, and during yeah, the pandemic, yeah. like, mm. we stand. We stand. We stand. Next on the list is Marcus Rashford for doing the things that need to be done, yes. even though he shouldn't have yes, to be doing I was like, I like, he better be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Don't You're... make me mad. Nah, he... Do, yeah, do you know what? Like, doing the things, though. Yo. I feel like if I could... I can't even... Like, with these guys, obviously, like I said, I prepared the list. And I just... I This is who I am. This is what I do. But with him, like, I couldn't even do it because the list is so long. And I think even the collaborations that he's working on at the minute, if you guys use Instagram, you'll see him in the Burberry ads. He's doing, he's doing all of the things and he's using his platform, I think, in a way that no other footballer that yeah, I'm aware yeah. of has ever done like regardless of his race like just using his platform for good and he's not doing it for anyone specific he's doing it for the kids for the people so huge respect Mm. to marcus rashford like Mm. we love to see what a legend what a man and he's super young so young that's what i'm saying i'm like Like, i mean he's like not that young he's like 24 he's extremely young he is 12 there are 30 year olds with marcus rashford's platform or beyond his platform that aren't Ah, doing what he's doing showing us their gucci belt they're not even thinking about half the things that he's actually done like it's mad yeah no he's or even that whole thing of like he's not really eaten into you know what i guess what some people would call black capitalism it's not that thing where he's become like you know like nigger rich to the point where it's like it doesn't concern Mm. him like, I feel like mm. he does seem incredibly humble. And I even saw during the pandemic, yeah. he'd, he'd worked with the cooperative on, like, giving away food that wouldn't be sold and stuff to people who need mm. them and communities. Like, mm. he's very, mm. you know, he's he's doing the work. 
providing, mm. making sure that he changed legislation for school meals, making sure all the kids, not just black mm. kids, all the kids, all, all the, the kids, kids can have free in. school yeah. meals. Yeah. yeah. Mm. During this COVID times, big up Marcus yeah. Rashford. So Marcus yeah, Rashford, yeah, yeah no. we Best also guy. stand. We also stand. And then did they not try to come for him? Sorry, Mitsu. Now that you yeah, they did. I mean, of course, like, mm, yeah. were they like on about? They did. He's, he bought a he bought houses. Yeah. So they're like, oh, he's splashing or whatever. Like it's typical like, British press, though, isn't it? So I mean, how many whatever. houses does David Beckham like do report on what white footballers are doing with their like, money? They yeah. always come for them. Hmm. They did that with the other footballer. What's his name? Um, Is it Dele? No, not Dele. Not the dark skin one, right? Yeah, and I can't think of. His I name. don't know the name of footballers. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I, I don't I'm like, I really mm. don't like. I'm just like, yeah, the, that one. Did. Sterling. Oh, Sterling. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Raheem, it, Raheem Sterling. Sterling. Raheem Sterling. Sterling. Oh my yeah. god, they they had like a whole year where they were coming for him. You're saying he's doing this because him and his wifey they got like a portfolio actually of properties and they build mm. like flats and stuff. That's like yeah. something that he no is that his wife or still his fiance but that's their business and the way they were coming for them now they like, always do they did it watching. with they did it with Pogba they've done it with they've done it with all of them like Everyone, they do it every yeah. time there's new footballers and they're black they always come for them so you you guys can't it's just afford yourselves a, a good life yeah you know. But yeah, sorry, sorry for for digressing. But yeah, biggest Mark, big up Marcus Rashford. Big up. If you ever listen to this, Marcus Rashford. Oh, so much respect. For Moving on swiftly. Send him a link in his DMs. Thank you very much. <laughs> Again, he is very young. This man. very young. Yes, I love that. Was like he. So thank you, Marcus, for being on. a very young man <laughs> and for doing the work that needs to be done, even though you shouldn't have to be doing it. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Moving on, the last one I have. Um, just so this one's an interesting one. So I don't know if you guys have heard of Small Axe, the five film yeah. series by Steve McQueen, that's currently oh, on. Oh, I've heard of this. Amazon it's Prime. Got in it. Yeah, so it's got mm. Letitia. It's got John Boyega, Michael Ward, Charlene White, and Malachi Kirby. Oh, I saw actually. I saw. I saw something on Instagram about this. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's uh so it's formally been referred to as um love letters to black resilience and triumph in London's West Indian community mm. and the series has been incredibly well received uh the second film in the series titled Lovers Rock I think it came out either Sunday or Monday but it was actually trending at number 1 on Twitter which is huge for yeah. like you know everyone involved and everyone watching and yeah like I just I haven't watched it personally because I watched the trailer and there are like very graphic scenes of police brutality and discrimination against black people, which would personally be a bit too triggering for me. But I've read plenty of like I've read countless news stories on it. I've read people's, you know, like reviews on Twitter and Instagram. And it's just really beautiful to see such a black cast um, and also directed mm. by a black mm. man as well. And like a lot of the people involved mm. from production to promotion are black and brown as well. So I think just something of that magnitude from a black a group of people in this country is not something we get to see often. It's not something we've seen mm, since like Desmond's. Mm. Like, and to think that's where I'm reaching oh. something so far removed from the yeah. you know the content yeah, that's being exactly. displayed. Um, yeah, man. Like it's just it's sick to see it, and I wish I could watch it. You know, when my soul has the strength, I, it's high on my list. But yeah, I just wanted to shout it out because I see people talking about it. 
And the Lovers Rock episode, especially people talking about how beautiful it is to see black love and things like that. So it's it's very important work that they're doing. So it's really, it's yeah, I just, I had to shout it out. So that's my list. Thank you so for thank sharing. you guys for thank letting you, me reel off that sharing. list. I just felt it was very important with everything that's going on at the moment. I just, just need to celebrate. But um, the next thing that I wanted to discuss is the vaccine, the coronavirus vaccine. So there have been various reports on this vaccine. Some of them are ready. Some of them are still in the works, looking like they're going to be good. Different countries are doing different things. And also there's a wider discussion around uh you know whether black people want to take the vaccine so in this country i don't know i think different countries are doing different things but in this country they're saying that they want people to take the flu vaccine and then to also take the coronavirus vaccine when that's ready me personally as soon as i saw the report of this vaccine i was like "Eh, i don't know about all that even the flu vaccine like my mum des got a text yesterday saying that uh, people over the age of 50 are going to be able to take the flu vaccine for free. And she instantly just deleted the message because she was like, I'm not going anywhere near that vaccine. That, yeah. And that's just the flu vaccine, right? So yeah, I just wanted to know yeah. what your guys' thoughts are on what you've seen so far regarding the vaccine, how you're feeling about it. With or without the coronavirus, would you take it? What are your thoughts? So I think, right, I'm sure when they had that flu pandemic at the beginning of the 20th century like it was like 1911 or 1902 or something like that when they came with the vaccine for flu i'm sure everybody was like i am not taking that this does not sound whatever and to be honest with you i understand why people are not scared but just apprehensive because yeah who trusts the government these days um we all know so much about big pharma and how they make a ridiculous amount of money and you know there's for for the people who are in the um what what's it called when um what's it called mud uh the when when you're into what's the word that i'm trying can to you expand for? what are you trying to <laughs> so like people like think that you you're a bit mad because it's oh uh conspiracy conspiracy theories conspiracy theories yeah Yeah. so in the conspiracy theory um streets word on the street is that they created this thing so that big pharma can make loads of money a lot of money i mean would you put it past these men absolutely not absolutely Uh, not and i feel like a lot of black people uh i'm not going to talk for everyone but i do feel like black people with a African or Caribbean or Black European or Black American, uh, we have gone through so much with the other side of this world where we know that they have tested loads of different things to see how things go. We're not interested. I personally, if I can avoid this thing, I will avoid it at all costs. At all costs. But I was watching an interview where um one of the airlines was saying that if you guys are going to use our airline um and especially come into australia then you have you to will be... definitely you will You're definitely joking. need to take the vaccine otherwise that you is a will not be able to fly into australia that's fine with before me watch border border control, <laughs> border control. <laughs> you know how australia is about people coming to the country anyway so like i wasn't surprised they were saying relax, that honestly but like yeah i'm not on it um 
I personally, if I can avoid it at all costs, I know I travel like going back and forth between here and home. So there is a possibility that they might ask, but I say you politicians, you man, you go first. Yeah. You go first. Let's see you, and you, then after see you, you man have gone first. first. You be, you be, have you be the guinea pigs only. in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> so you were even no, with it, that. Oh, sorry, Sam, so you go. No, I was going to say, like, for me, it just feels like it's all very convenient. Like, mm. like why now have you guys now all of a sudden found a vaccine? And I, I just feel like there's a hidden agenda with what's going on in the UK at the moment. I think I was looking up on, like, what's currently going on. It was like, okay, because when did they announce the whole vaccine thing? Yesterday. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yesterday. And then it's like all the things that they're like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to be now opening up the country. We're going to... Uh, from the second of December, all of this stuff. It just, I don't know. For me, it just feels like there's a lot of stuff going on, and this whole vaccine situation could be something in the mix to do with that. I don't know. I, I think it's gonna happen for SA as well, though. Cause you reckon? Yeah, uh, mate. Like Langa, when she was here, she was saying that um, you know, her aunt was saying that all the like uh, oh, planes yeah, are actually mm. um hotbeds for for this for this virus but they're Mm. letting people fly and now south africa has just decided to open the country and say that people can fly in when they know these are hotbeds so oh and then now we're going to increase testing oh and we're just going to touch on that you know the vaccine is being worked on come on it's literally it's all planned all all the things it just feels orchestrated all of it it's like we found a vaccination everybody has to get vaccinated come on they're doing it everywhere I'm the same, mm. Paul. I feel exactly like you. I, I just would rather avoid it if I can. It just this, it just doesn't add up to me quite yet. I like who have they tested this thing on? I I think I saw that they've done tests on over forty five thousand people in the UK already. I don't know the numbers, um, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yesterday was my day around coronavirus. So yeah, I was like, done. <laughs> I think they've done like forty five thousand tests uh, already on people, and apparently people are reacting quite well to it. So um, that's great for them. But I am okay for now. <laughs> test it on Boris first. See, but even <laughs> can you can even you the first? whole test it on Boris first, like that's not a thing because regardless, they're going then. I think with if you think of any kind of medication, like the medication that's available to us in Tesco here in this small town, is not the same medication that the Queen can access. It's not the same medication that yeah, footballers yeah, can yeah. access. You know, the fact that, uh, you know, celebrities and whoever else can contract this disease and barely and anyone's recover. fallen off the place of the earth yet, especially like Tom Hanks and his wife is a perfect example. Incredibly high risk, his wife is. And then they survive it. Like the level, like the quality of medication that these people are able to access is not the same. So mm, I think even if there is different. a vaccine, just like any other medication, there's going to be a high quality version that's going to be incredibly expensive. And, and then there's going the to be one that you can access <laughs> from the local pharmacy that's not quite <laughs> the same. So yeah. I think in, in regards to what you guys are saying, I don't know that I can say that, you know, I'd, I'm not really one for conspiracy theories. I'm very much... I'm very much a realist in that, like, you know, I feel like we'll never really know how this all came to be and if there is any, like, real story behind it. But I think as far as the the vaccine is concerned, I speak to exactly what you guys have said so far about, you know, you think about what happened in Tuskegee, you know, you think about AIDS, you think about Ebola, like, there's just, there's no way you're coming anywhere near me with your medication because 
me and my friend yeah. Elizabeth can go to the hospital and the doctor can give us very different medications and tell us he's given us the same vaccine. You know, like even just yeah. how black people mm. are treated in the hospital and yeah. at the dentist, yeah. you know, you name it. So mm. I just, for me, I'm like, I'm not interested in going anywhere near, even the flu vaccine, like you can keep it because... Thank you. I'm just, yeah, I don't trust them. But Zakes, what are your thoughts? Mm. Well, yeah, I I feel like, I mean, I just echo what everyone else has said so far, but it is really rooted in what history has taught us. I think mm-hmm. it's not one of those conversations that you can look at in isolation, but it is informed by a lot that has happened in the past and should basically get, get us to a place where we can assume certain um, certain outcomes. So for us, it's just like uh, we've, we've never been able to trust that. So how is it that this time you're going to give us something that works for us? Yeah. And like you're saying, Mitz, now about how there are levels to the quality of medication that is dispensed to the public. Um, they'll probably get like the best possible whatever in any other in any situation, not just specific to this one. But for us, it's just like you have to rely on whatever we're being told. Yeah. And in reality, we can't really trust that, you know, no. you just have to be like, oh, okay, you, you clearly have my best interest at heart when in the past you haven't. So how's that going to work? So mm-hmm. it really does really bring about this feeling of needing to avoid it by mm-hmm. any means necessary. And you can't put yourself at that risk that it could potentially present because we also don't know, right? Yeah. Maybe in a year or two's time, we'll, be, we'll have a better idea of what risks are really involved in this. But now mm-hmm. who's going to be the guinea pig for those risks? Who's going to do it? So I think... Yeah, I know. (laughs) was like, uh, keep that away from me. Literally, though. So yeah, I think for for a lot of us, we just have no reason to trust it. Um, And obviously, a lot of this corona outbreak and this... uh, Well, from a a conspiracy standpoint, what people are... A lot of people are assuming is that it's rooted in the big pharma conversation as well. So, I mean, this is the perfect opportunity for them to come in and presents a solution that might not necessarily be a solution so, exactly yeah think just avoid it kids if you can don't do it just stay safe like not we, we know yeah, we know yeah. enough that's what i was saying to des like even i think for me how many black and brown people have died in the hospitals speak you know speak volumes itself, like yeah. we know mm. that we don't get mm. the same treatment yeah. we know that a lot of people mm. who work in these very important roles don't have the uh, social and cultural unconditioning that needs to be done and education that needs mm. to be had to understand that we should be treated equally but I think the fact that we died yeah. like a lot more like black people died a lot more during the first round of lockdown speaks for itself and also mm. I think also just knowing just generally that we don't receive like we're not going to receive the same treatment and like you, and also them saying mm. that they wanted to test it on black people first here in this country, like none of it, um, none of it speaks to achieve. to us in in a way that has you know that should bring any trust around it. So um, me personally, sure, I'm just gonna keep my mask on. I'm gonna keep washing my hands, and I'm gonna stay the fuck away from people. Like if I have absolutely. to not see my I... friends for another year so that you know things <laughs> are back okay. to normal <laughs> by Christmas 2021, fun, yeah. I'm gonna do that shit because personally. It's, I think it's down to us now to look after ourselves um, no, and to right. try and be as safe as possible. So, you're yeah. So right. mm. Take all your vitamins. Take all your vitamins. Keep yeah. your mask on. Don't do too much. Like, you can party Sanitize a year from now. It's not that deep. It just isn't that deep. Yeah. yeah. You can go on dates a year from now. I mean, at the end of the day, lads, 
decisions well, are decisions but natural selection will be natural selection <laughs> but don't forget that very much like when you look at medication and things like that we we have to look out for ourselves so just make good mm. decisions in it mm. that's it mm. Mm-hmm. True that. But you heard that, eh? What eh? I said you heard that, eh? <laughs> I was <talking>. <laughs> <laughs> You might need to look after yourselves, though. Like, Kiki, Gosh. have fun. But, like, same goes for you over there. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Inside. In if you're not Inside. doing that, then I don't know what to tell That's you. That's it. That obviously. is it. <laughs> well thank you for your yeah, opinion girlies so i was yeah i was really yeah. keen to get Thanks, your thoughts because i've noticed that some people are kind of like oh yeah vaccine and i'm like are you sure so i just yeah i wanted well, to know i remember when the vaccine story actually came about here mm-hmm. and they're like the first testing is going to happen in soweto and people just literally lost their minds they're like why on earth do we have to start in Soweto mm. out of all the places really why is it that our people need to be the people who are the guinea pigs in all of this it's always the poor though they always but target standard it's absolute bullshit yeah but we also have governments that kiki with certain men exactly like what is yeah, the, how yeah, hard did that even come to be like excuse me joke. we must keep our third eyes open ladies and gentlemen is all I have to say yeah boy. to that I know but um anywho so that was that was my my segment. I'm gonna hand it over to Mpo, who's on dilemmas. Tu, 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 tu. Let us know, <laughs> big man. Did you get a DM? Tell us. No DMs. No DMs this week. Uh, no big man tea. Um, I actually had like a few. Um, but and I was like, should I go for you know the relationship ones? Da, 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 da. But there's something that kicked off last week and it's still going on this week and I wanted to mm. kind of get your guys' view on it. It's a bit heavy, but let's chat about it, it? Because I feel like also in the black community, this happens a lot and people kind of just look to the side. So mm. this time last week, guys, I was fully in love with a rapper called Dutch Avelli. Um, me and the population (laughs) all of us all of us literally Uh, i actually don't know the full story so i mean i'm keen to find out what happened okay so i think it's thursday or friday i don't know if you heard that episode Hmm? he was on the receipt no i know and i sent it to like literally yeah just to give you context dutchavelli is a rapper from the UK. He is Steph London's uh, brother. I didn't know that. He, yes, yeah. he's <gasps> Steph London's brother. And <sighs> he has just recently risen to fame. You know, he's tall, he's beautiful. Um, he's got this sexiest voice. Say it sounds wrong, but he's got oh, this beautiful voice. Literally, all the women were like mm-hmm. falling over themselves for Dutchavelli, all of their stuff. He's been on a tour, um, a press tour literally across all the popular black British podcasts, radio yeah. uh, uh, shows, TV, everything. He's been doing it. Thursday, I think it's Thursday night into Friday morning, somebody yeah. hacked into Dutchavelli's Instagram's DMs. Hey. And it exposed hey. a lot um, from the silliest of things. Him and another rapper called H the voice notes that they would send to each other, H doing a Caribbean man's accent no. and all of this stuff, to Steph Landon and him making fun of Russ Million. He is 
famous, he's a rapper who's famous for the gun lean. He did the song Keisha Becky. Two more serious <laughs> things to him. Oh my God. Um, flirting with uh, a young rapper. They were saying she's 17, but it's come out that she's 18. But one thing that got overlooked and has just risen up over the last 48 hours is messages, inappropriate messages between him and his late manager's niece, who yeah. happens to be 14. No. Yeah. So the messages were inappropriate. There was a lot of flirting and there was an image where he sent saying, I can't wait to take this picture with you. And it's basically a couple, like a hood couple. And the guy is grabbing Mm. this woman's vagina. Um, There were comments about, you know, I can't wait to Mm. be in, you know, hot tubs and all of this stuff. And literally the internet has erupted because uh, a few weeks ago, there was a whole incident about a guy who tried to kidnap a young girl who was 13 and made her do sexual acts on her and they wanted to kill him. They were like, you know, we need to kill this pedophile um, and, you know, the hood needs to rise up. So over the last 48 hours, um, people have come forward and said, why is there selective outrage? Why yeah. is nobody mm, coming out and saying this is wrong? The most yeah. prominent figure to have created a video, he actually released a video today, which is 24th, no, Tuesday, the 24th Tuesday, um, of uh, November. Uh, his name is Bouncer Play Dirty. He is Crepton Conan's manager. He's also, he's quite a few big UK artists' manager where he's like, guys, what is going on with the industry? Why is nobody coming out and saying, this is wrong wrong. you've got absolutely big you know our black british outlets like uk gossip tv shade borough coming out and saying this is wrong but where are you fake industry people because when wiley Mm. said all that stuff about jewish people you are quick to come out and you know even with this guy with octavian they all had all the things to say about him like Mm. but there was still selective outrage outrage Mm. with octavian it wasn't and also it wasn't instant no. It seemed like it what did Octavian do? <laughs> I literally don't know oh, what's going on. Yeah, that, that's what? another story. That's another story. We'll get into it. Uh, but most, we can't listen to Octavian anymore and I'm so gutted. But anyway. No, I stopped listening to him a long time ago, but I didn't know. This sounds like it's something new. Yeah, well, it's kind of not new, but like, but, okay, yeah. okay, let me not digress. Okay, cool. So yeah. the dilemma at hand is, guys... Bouncer Play Dirty came out and said, this is wrong. The late manager's nephew, uh, the cousin of this girl, um, released um, voice notes and messages between him and Steph Landon. And he's going, Steph, this is wrong. You know, I've known Dutch for years, but this is wrong. And for you to sit there and say that blah, 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 and hide away from this and like it's nothing big is wrong. Um, has she said anything at all or is she just quiet so steph Mm. then had posted messages saying you are jealous of dutch going out to these media outlets saying this is no way like you're weird bro da 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 and this is steph and her sister going oh you've always been sat in the background you say that your family you're this 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 you're You're jealous um you're making like a mountain out of a molehill blah blah and everybody sat there going, guys, we saw this in 4K TV. This was alongside no. everything. So the dilemma, guys, is two things. The first thing is, what are your opinions on, because this also happened with Nicki Minaj, let's not forget, and that got swept under the rug, how women protect 
and family members, female family members protect male family members who are blatantly doing wrong, who are either doing, you know, uh, pedophilia activity or making comments about young girls and families, yeah. um, you know, that are inappropriate, touching inappropriately. And they tell you, you know, you you should dress appropriately when this uncle is coming around or when the men Why? are around yeah. in the house and stuff. Mm. And purposely make it seem like there's nothing wrong You're, here. Yeah. And that you yeah. guys are the ones who got it wrong. I would like to know your opinions on that. And then the second thing is selective outrage. So yeah. some people get nailed to the cross and some people don't. Um, it took a while for R. Kelly to get nailed to the cross. You're a while being an understatement. A very long time. Bill, Bill Cosby too. I mean, and people like Nicki Minaj who <laughs> openly um, has supported her brother and made it seem like this young girl was lying um, and did loads of bogus things behind it. But have people have chosen to forget um, and like mm. we're moving on. And and, she's you know, she's, she's had a child and is engaged to a whole sexual predator as well, like a sex offender. Sorry. Yeah, a sex mm. offender as well. But people are, you know, selective outrage. What are your opinions? So the first is how we ignore in our communities and Regions, how yeah. a huge part of those people who are ignoring are actually females, black females. And then the second part is the selective outrage. So I think, yeah, it's it's actually... It's literally a it's lot. Insane, one still. But it is... I think a lot of it is rooted in how we're raised. Like you just mentioned now, Paul Howard really links back to upbringings, to how men are protected generally in the black communities. Yeah. And to an extent, it does place, place us in a position or perhaps suggests that us as black women need to be sacrificial lambs for these mm. men. For sure. And not just in scenarios such as this one, but just generally across the board. We need to put ourselves up and say, if I die, I die. If this is the hill I'm meant to die on, I will do it because I'm protecting a black man in the process. Mm. So it's just been glorified uh, in a way. And if it, if you do ever speak out and say, I don't agree with this or what you're doing is wrong, suddenly you're trying to bring the black man down. And that's a common phrase that we see in comment sections these days where a black man's getting accused of doing something or they have done something wrong. Mm. Then it's a, oh, these people will do anything to get a black man down or keep mm. him down, whatever, you know? It, it now starts to become a, a thing that a lot of people believe is a possibility. Even when someone does something wrong, it's almost as though we need to sweep it under the rug and allow them to rebrand and decide to be a different person in future whenever that time does come. But in terms of calling them out, especially as a black woman, is some sort of a betrayal of sorts. Mm, yeah. I do believe, though, even with that in mind, I do believe that there is a certain level of responsibility and just needing to, to do as best as you can when you're in the public eye, which in this case, like his sister is. I can't imagine having seen something like this being done by my brother, no matter how close we are. And then mm -hmm. I suddenly, I call people, oh, you, you've always been jealous. You've How? not really focusing on the real issue at hand. Now I'm def deflecting and for the sake of what? Like, mm -hmm. what is it that I think about the real events that brought us to even have this conversation? Not mm -hmm. just the, oh, you know, you've always been this kind of person. We'll deal with that another time if I feel like it's a necessary conversation to have. Mm -hmm. But in this context, what is the real problem and why am I deflecting from it? So it's almost like you're showing support in ways that, 
you think are, are subtle enough to get away with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where you're not actively yeah. saying, oh, I agree with what he's done, but you're trying to, you know, have different conversations that take away from the matter at hand. Mm. So I think she really can do better. And of course, with the Nicki Minaj, she can do better. But I suppose her, I don't know where her moral compass is because there's a lot that she's done that's just very questionable. And even with her latest relationship, we're all just like, sis, really? So it's just like, yeah, it's it's just getting to a point where us as black women decide to step away from that feeling of needing to protect the the very people who do nothing to protect us. Mm. So it's just really a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. And I get that it won't be overnight. But I think there is, especially if you're in the public eye, if you are a celebrity, you can do a lot better. I'd, I'd rather you even say nothing at all than mm. to come out and chat shit. And just like, chat rather shit, just yeah. sharp, dude. Just sharp. Yeah. 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 Those are my thoughts. It's mad. I think sure. exactly what Zeke said, but also I think there's there's just, there's there are so many angles to come at this from. Like, so like we mentioned Nicki Minaj as an example, right? And I think Steph London is, there's probably similarities here in that there are obviously things that have happened. And I think there are a lot of things that we all experience just as young black women anyway, of being over-sexualized mm. and not really having that much protection, mm. be it in the way of older black yeah. women or just older women in general, as well as, you know, the male yeah. figures in our lives. But I think there's a huge discussion to be had about why why people think it's okay, right? Because I think the selective outrage thing very much feels like 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 what Zakes was saying about the whole, you know, you can't bring a black man down, like this person is supposed to be an example. And it's that conversation again that we had previously about, you know, how good is the example if the example isn't productive, isn't positive and mm. is actually damaging? Because mm. I think I think even if you put it in a language that other people can can uh, like if you speak to somebody on their level, like if you go, you know, if he's doing this, you know, you're gonna have daughters and your friends are going to yeah. have daughters and they're going to bring them around somebody who's clearly a sexual mm. predator or a sex offender. Yeah. Like if you still can't, if you, if you still can't, you know, unhinge at that point and think, Ooh, actually, actually, you know, besides the yeah. fact that without having to make it relative, it's just, it's, it's not okay. It's unacceptable. There needs to be a lot more work that's done in the community to protect us and us making sure that other young black girls are protected and making us knowing that we we are important and that we should be loved. But also there's a huge, yeah. huge responsibility to black men also to just just stop it, like to stop it and to stop making everyone feel like we're breaking the, the community apart by holding people accountable. Just because we're black and we go through yeah. it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be challenged, doesn't mean that we shouldn't yeah, be saying that this is yeah. unacceptable. Um, and Absolutely. so, yeah, those are the, the, the two main things I think are are what feeds the whole, you know, selective outrage and also, um, yeah, people turning a blind eye to things, pretending like things don't happen yeah. because, you know. I mean, we can't, yeah. Mm. No, and I think I'm, I'm in full agreement with what both you and Zetu have, you know, spoken about. I think we grow up and it's like, you know, I think it's little things and you'd like mention it to your parents or your aunts to be like, you know, when we're here, there's this uncle who would, mm. you know, you're giving everyone a hug, but this one insists on kissing you on the lips. Why mm. are you having to do that? Mm. And it starts with those little things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that he's he's forcing himself to give you a kiss when everyone else is giving hugs. Mm. And then I think, obviously, then, then the next level will be then, next thing, you know, it's you and him in a room. 
God knows what happens then. Do you know what I mean? And I think um, it, it's a it's a bad thing that I think our parents and like you know generations before us and I mean it's been going on for years that the black girl cannot come out straight and say what's mm. actually happened to them or what what mm. they feel uncomfortable about. about. Mm. Um, it's like oh no, why are you wearing the skirts? What what did mm. you do to make him look at you in that way? Mm. Um, and I think you know it, it's a thing of changing those those ways of thinking and that mentality to be like if i am here saying this is what's happened to me it doesn't even need to get to that i i, I don't think i think i i don't even know what the best way about, around it is but it's like it shouldn't get to a point where i'm it's something has happened for me to voice out uh maybe the uncomfortableness or whatever the case may be it's a conversation that should be had i think very early to be like you know if you are feeling uncomfortable or whatever the case may be there's an open line of communication where we can speak about these things, you know? Um, a lot of girls get, you know, touched and made feel uncomfortable and they don't even have a voice nor a person to turn to to be able to tell all these things to. Mm. And I think our moms as well and, you know, aunts and everyone, they'll they'll try to protect the man at, at, at all costs. It's like you are the person to blame in all of this. What could you have possibly done to make mm. him do all these things to you, whatever the case may be? And for me, that's just, like, troublesome in its own, in its own way. Um, yeah, them not recognising just, you know, the damage that all that carries and what it does to the individual is just mad. Mm. Yeah, mm. I agree with you all. And um, I think from my side, honestly, like, I've I've said it many a times. I don't care if you're family. Like I don't care if you're my brother. I don't care if yeah. you're my uncle. Cancel. Mm. I don't care I if you're cancel. my son. If I've birthed you, if you have done something that is yeah. hurting another human being, traumatizing mm. another human being, yeah. you are next man on the road. And I, I also I've said this before. I do feel like we are the generation to start breaking these bonds that have yeah. been created um, and cycles, sorry, um, because yes, our parents' generation were made to feel like this stuff was normal. And that's why, you know, they came from no their came level of understanding of saying you should protect yeah. yourself. It, it's now you should make sure that you, you yeah. do this because I was told that I should have done that because it, yeah. had, I done, had I done that, then it wouldn't have been a problem. But we now me, have yeah. so much knowledge around us that all of that is bullshit and patriarchy mm. is bullshit. And if we see mm. another man, it doesn't matter if they're family or friend or whatever, we call them out, we ostracize them or they, they're put into rehab, whatever, but we're no longer ignoring that crap because it's not yeah. like it, it, it can't keep going on. It can't yeah. straight up and down and selective outrage guys. The world that we live in is such a weird world. This, the digital world and all of this stuff that, you know, that, perpetuates all of this um what do you call it um what's the word that the 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 this girl used um to describe what steph london was doing to this guy she wasn't manipulating him but there was a word that she used but gaslighting gaslighting yeah. people going oh no you are trying to take this person's career down or no guys take, we yeah, can't comment on this because this na 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 wrong is wrong we all know we, yeah. we all have you know, information and knowledge that our, yeah. you know, our parents didn't have, our ancestors didn't have. So no more. We can't. Selective outrage is bullshit. 
Um, Steph Landon. Yeah. All of it just needs to end. As yes, well as well. all of her. As a character, so yeah. she's not really I the know. queen of accountability. So that wow. that in itself doesn't surprise me um, at mm. all. But I think mm. also it's interesting with her her scandal about, um, you know, the stuff that she was saying, the disparaging stuff she was saying about dark-skinned women. And and so now there's there's obviously an element of self-hate in there. And so obviously... Yeah, you know, she sees no value to the situation. It's more important for her brother to stay, you know, up in the ranks Relevant, and to be growing and than to address a situation in a way that could be incredibly like productive. Because I think also yeah. last thing on on this is that I think I do think that sometimes we go, you know, why do we need celebrities to speak on this? Why do we need industry people to speak on this? But it is important mm. for them to do it because a lot of kids look up to these people. And so if they're brushing shit under the mm. carpet, they're going to think it's fine to brush it under the carpet. It's the mm. same with R. Kelly. It's the same with Bill Cosby. You know, sure. there's a reason why people are it's, still putting hashtag free Cosby it's and it's like because that. you've got Boozy and whoever else saying, you know, shit's unacceptable. And it's like, how are you more concerned about this one individual who, let's be honest, we could all do without, we could all do without him yeah. and people alike, I mean, you know, than, yeah, no. than the harm that, he's done to many people and he could also be influencing more harm you know across to other people it's yeah it's just mad Mm. yeah what'll be interesting is to see since he's done all this whole tour of all these podcast platforms i'd love to see what they say about this probably nothing but that's what that about what that guy was saying I'd love to see what they're going to happen with that. Because everyone is laughing and rapping with him last week. Let's hear what you're mm, saying this week. What are you going to say this week? Literally. Mm. I think one of the points that was raised in many a comment section is, guys, this this behavior has been going on for a long time um, in the industry as well. Mm. Uh, You have your own stories of rappers coming to Colchester and still knowing that you guys are underage and don't care. Um, So people are afraid. Mm. And that makes sense Mm. because now we're going to start naming and shaming. And I say name Mm. and shame. Let's do it. Let it stop now. You are kicking, rapping and all of this. Let's name and shame and let's stop Mm. the shit now. Otherwise it will continue. But yeah anyway mm, absolutely that was heavy <laughs> but anyway. it needed to be chatted about because i myself honestly at this time last week summer too we were like, yeah inside we were, but, we were literally i was i sent you the podcast and i was, Don't you really is on the receipt and i was like oh, oh my god i just listened to him on three shots now no and it was, was never go, for me. No. Like I barely knew anything about him. I just saw, I think, on Kalechi's Twitter, somebody was like, "You man were run- were were rolling up to people's houses two weeks ago. Where's that energy now?" And that's all I knew. I didn't know any of this, so this is yeah. all completely new mm. to me. Ah, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. madness. I was actually listening to that receipts podcast, but I listened to half of it um, last week, and then mm. I went to listen to it actually this morning as I was working. And then I'm just like, hang on, is this not the guy that was on UK Gossip TV? Yeah. Then I made the link, I'm like, hey, hey, hey hold How up, hold up. How they That's so strange. Like, what would <laughs> no, you guys that, do? How is it still on there? What would you guys do? No, if we done an episode, would we delete. all... Yeah. Yeah, we'll delete? Yeah, we delete it. We'll delete it. There's a rapper who's already, like, stopped following him on Instagram. Obviously, he's signed to a label, so it's not his decision to remove the, the song that they did together. What rapper is this? Of YouTube... I can't remember his name because he's done so many songs, but um, UK Gossip TV and Shea Borough 
posted it. I think he's one of the only rappers. He hasn't actually said something like, you know, yeah, out of his of mouth. But that speaks volumes in, you know, in this world mm-hmm. that we live in now of unfollowing mm-hmm. because it means something. So, but yeah. Mm. Anyway, Anywho, and then money to delete. Yeah. Okay. Right. Moving on. Uh, I think next up we have uh, what you saying, courtesy of Zetu. Girl, what are you saying? Yes. 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 Um. Yeah. So, guys, we're gonna have a very different one this time. It's actually interesting because it's in a way kind of linked to the topic that we just came off. So. Just think of it as like an extended version okay. of the dilemma. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to talk to you guys about um, cancel culture, right? Um, and just having, I suppose, just deciding where we draw the line with celebrities, influencers, whoever, and the things that could go wrong or things that they might do that we don't necessarily agree with. Um so in this, I wanted to actually touch on my own very personal experience. And I know it's a very interesting one that I'm choosing this when we me- I'm meant to be talking about something that I'm interested in. or interest- But it is super important because I never really see, well, I don't really get how people, other people connect with this topic, topic versus how I do. Because I find myself sometimes just being like a bit judgmental and being like, why are you still doing this? Why are you still listening to whoever? But... I would like to really just get different views on um, the whys, basically, that th- this will raise. So in my personal experience, um, I think you guys all know that I did have the absolute biggest crush, admiration, most amazing man in my eyes for the longest time, which was Nas, of course. Um, and it just absolutely, like, in my eyes, there was n- nothing better, nobody better. He was just insane incredible talent you could never tell me anything and then suddenly about how long how long ago it's now a couple is it? years no is it like two years ago yeah. now yeah. two years ago um news broke about the abuse uh but in his relationship with Khalees, as well as how that impacted his his ability to father properly or with the relationship he had with, with his son um at his birth so that literally shattered my world. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is my favorite guy. So I found myself in the middle of a, a I was in a bit of a dilemma because I was like, shucks, like, can I still listen to him the same? Can I still feel nothing? And I suppose not an immediate decision, right? Um, And for a couple of days, because I mean, I have like, I don't know, a hundred songs by him on my playlist. For the first couple of days, he his song comes on and he's just like, you know, you're not feeling it the same way you used to anymore. You're like, eh, okay, okay. You know, just really getting in touch with those feelings that this new scenario or situation has brought on. So ultimately over time, I was like, I actually can't listen to him because I just can't, he's not the, the person that I thought he was. And I know that sounds super personal, right? Like I knew him and we used to hang out on weekends, but it is that I, I thought more highly of you. How could you do something like that? I think to an extent, like I perhaps attach a certain value. If I'm going to listen to your music, I have to really like you all round. It can't just be on certain levels. So for him, he he unfortunately had to go over time. It had to go. Um, and I got to a point where I, I stopped following him. I don't listen to his music. 
I just I don't want to hear it. Like whenever he has anything, I'm just like whatever, dude. Like no one, no one actually cares. And I think for me, it just coming to that realization that he's actually a shitty person. It really it was terrible. I was like I can't I can't be involved in any parts of this. So I know a lot of the time we encounter situations where people are having these conversations about how they won't don't want to separate what they separate the, the art artist from, from the art. Yeah. Oh. Okay, sorry, I'm not being judgmental, guys. <laughs> I feel like you are, but no, anyway. No, I just separate the artist from the art. <laughs> you know, those conversations where they're saying because someone is insanely talented, they can't afford to let go of that connection they have to their music or whatever art they're creating, and as a result, they'll continue to consume it. So I just wanted to get your guys' takes, and perhaps you've been in similar situations mm. where you've had to cut ties with certain mans because for me it wasn't like the only situation but it is the biggest of them because I'd been listening to him for the past 20 years and then suddenly I had to be like no this is not gonna work my g so I just wanted to get your take on on that entire concept of cancel culture and I suppose it has been one of those where it seems quite momentary at times uh, and it's it's conversational well part of a conversation let me not say conversational but part of a conversation at a specific time and then as soon as the conversation passes it's almost as though the dust settles and we move on so what do you guys um think about that concept and when have you ever had to make that decision about moving on from an artist as a result for me my thing is right i feel like if you you can't separate that artist from the art because especially when that artist is the like the person writing and producing and creating like to give an example like for me I could get it if you could do it with say like Beyonce because Beyonce doesn't really write a lot of her music and she doesn't she's not like you know the person behind all of the concepts still I don't agree with it but I could get it from that perspective because she's not fully ingrained in her music like the big one for me similar to yours mm. was Talib Kweli I read some disparaging mm. stuff about Talib and it took me minus oh, minus oh, one oh. minute to remove his music from my library i yeah. have no problems doing it because my thing is is people can be like but you know like what are you going to do without their music do you know how much music there is in this world <laughs> do i miss talib's music yeah. no when it no comes problem. on exactly like you said zakes like it doesn't it doesn't hit the same there was actually also a situation in this country i won't name names because it's not come to light yet but i have a friend who is somewhat connected in the music industry in the UK and knows people in certain places. And he found out something about musician that hasn't come to light. Not, not a lot of people know about it. But when I found out about it, again, removed him from my library. I have no problems, you know, because it's just mm. like, the thing is, is if somebody ever did something personally to you, like if your best friend, mm. uh, you know, did something so harmful to you, you would have, like, you know, it would be hard to get over that person, but you would have to separate yourself from it. And I treat it the same, mm. but I think if anything, it should be less hard work because it's not like we have five songs. It's not like we have five shows. Mm. It's not like we have five mm. artists and mm. musicians or five sure, examples of musical or creative greatness. There are so many other people that you can listen to and that you can watch. If somebody's done something terrible sure. and you don't want to cancel them, that's fine. I'm not the sort of person to project, but you're making that decision. It's not about separating the artist from the art. Like you've just decided that it doesn't bother you that much and that's fine. That's your choice. 
from my perspective. Yeah. Mm. But when it's me, if anybody does anything terrible, I don't even. I go straight to my oh. Spotify anywhere where they might appear, and I remove them. Period. Mm. Fair mm. enough. So yeah, fair enough, guys. for me, there's levels. I'll use three examples. The first of which, Bill Cosby. The evidence is there. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, the evidence is there. I can never listen to... Guys, I can never listen to that music. Especially knowing that the lyrics are inspired by his activity and actions. It's just like, no. Bill Mm -hmm. Cosby Mm -hmm. being so unremorseful and just like, you guys are the problem. Gross. Ugh, never. Gross. Then there's somebody like Chris Brown. For me, personally... I have people that I used to work with who were in the industry who did say that Rihanna was also abusing Chris Brown. So at the same time, if I'm not going to listen to Chris Brown, I'm not going to listen to Rihanna. I listen to Rihanna. I listen to Chris. Well, I don't really listen to Chris Brown anymore. But for me, it's a two-way thing. We can't be selective on who we're mad at. We're just mad at one of the parties because his stuff became more public than her stuff. Be- her stuff was is, is still being hidden. Can I ask you something there? Yes, go ahead. Sorry, whilst you're on that point. So what about what he's done post Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The abuse. Oh, so you're talking about with... But that's what... Okay, I hear you. So at that time when that happened, I I continued to listen to Chris Brown, I won't lie to you. Um, By the time the Karuchi stuff started happening, I wasn't really listening to Chris Brown. So... I, like it wasn't like even a thing of me going oh I'm cancelling Chris Brown because of this like I wasn't really listening to Chris Brown anymore he was no longer a factor in my musical well, sure. uh, library catalogue thing of what I'm listening to yeah so that that's like mm-hmm. the most honest um, answer I could give you cool yeah. and then the third one is Osho so I don't again guys I don't know if you've watched Wild Wild Country um, on Netflix but, you know, he was a spiritual new age person. And there has been so many arguments when it comes to people like him, people like, um, what's that famous uh, white pastor, Ms. Joe? Joel Osteen. Joel, Joel Osteen. They have done, it, people may not look at it as like the worst of things, but Joel Osteen didn't open up his church to help those people when that flood happened. To me, that's bloody terrible. Osho was not... Yeah. You know, it didn't become about helping people, it became about helping Osho. But people will make arguments about separating the art, which is their words, which are words that help people to this day yeah. from the messenger. So, and there, I, I won't lie to you, I'm a bit, I'm a bit at odds with it because the message itself, the messages themselves, whether it's about the universe or whether it's about God, could come from anyone. So it's it's a weird one for me. I won't lie to mm. you. That one I have I have problems with. But I have no problems cancelling people. Like Octavian, I've already cancelled. Like hearsay sometimes. I'm like, okay. But I don't want to be those people of like, I need evidence. So I, I don't know. No, yeah. But mm-hmm. when things are out in the open, guys, you can't sit there and say like, oh, you know, it's in 4K TV, mm-hmm. but you're going you know but yeah mm. i think i'm quite similar to paul in that sense well i think you guys knew just how much i love chris brown and i was obsessed with him and when everything kind of happened i think for the most part i did cancel him uh, i was not listening to any of his music i didn't want to engage with anything that has to do with him and i think even now I, th- I think the most honest thing to say would be i won't actively go look and listen to chris brown's music 
I won't be going on my playlist and going, okay, Chris Brown, I'm going to listen to Chris Brown. But if a Chris Brown song does come up on my playlist, I, it's not likely that I'll skip to the next song. It plays in the background and it's whatever. I don't attach any emotion to listening to him or anything like that. But also I don't skip. I just let it play and keep it moving. But I think kind of the attachment that I did have to his music before no long, is no longer there. Um, his, his music doesn't do anything to me and I just don't think I listen to it actively. It's just background music if it is playing or whatever the case may be. I do understand though, like how difficult it can be for people to separate, to, 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 to remove themselves. If you, like you're saying, like how Ziggs is saying, I've been listening to this person for 20 years. That's two for decades. So many years, yeah. Like to then remove that person. Yeah. But at the same time, in it, like you, yeah. It's a sticky Got one to go. Still. <laughs> you got to go there's literally no two ways about it i think the equality in the accountability is important too because i after i read the Khalees and nas interview i didn't listen to both of them because she also took accountability yeah. mm-hmm. in her part in that and i think post chris yeah. brown and rihanna i didn't listen to both i didn't listen to rihanna's music for a really long time when it come in parties i would remove myself from the room like i wasn't i'm very emotional as you all may well know um and very much when i've made a decision about something i'm like nah it took me a long time to get to a point where i was like i mean if a rihanna song comes on i'm like eh or if it's on a playlist i'm like eh to a point where now i can admit openly that i do listen to her music chris brown though no but i think it's the same thing with like emma roberts is like a really like niche one to throw in here but like i used to watch a lot of teen films with emma roberts in it and yeah. then when she was arrested for beating up her boyfriend, I don't watch anything with her in it. And I keep the same energy for everyone. I don't care if you are 16 years old or if you were 16 years old when you said it, that's another one, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not interested because we've all been 15-year-olds. We know we're right from wrong. I do not, and if you're like, an I'm adult and you're doing like stupid that. shit, I'm not sure. on it. Like, Keep the same See, energy. I'm a bit iffy on that one because we all grow. I've said some stupid shit when I was 15 and I used to have some massive colorist issues when I was 15. I'm not that same person. So for people to then go, poor well, fuck you because, you know, you said this. Well, I mean, I never went and said shit on, on Twitter, but like if somebody had pulled up a tweet, I'm a completely different person now and I completely think differently. So to then completely cancel someone for what they said at 15, if they come out and actually are remorseful and their actions since then are completely different i feel like we can't be you know judge what is it judge didn't that happen to my my jammer yeah Uh, but my jammer was not was not remorseful they never uh, none of them ever are yeah but i do think Mm. i think there's something to be said about people who 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 latch onto that though the people who are like well i was only 15 like i get what you're saying and that you're like you've changed and it's different for you and me because i know you and i know that you've changed but if i personally can't see any evidence of that i don't mind not listening to sabrina claudio's music anymore because i'll live do you know what i mean Mm. but like yeah somebody also like her as an example she was what like 16 15 when she started but also some of the stuff they found were from like a couple of years below a couple of years before same with camilla cabello or whoever her name is like people always mm. latch for the whole like mm. i was young but if you're so young but if we can't so evidently see that you've actually changed i'm good on changed. that like i'm good on it mm. you apologizing yeah. or going guys like let's move past this i was younger i'm very good on that mm. like mm. how am i supposed to know that you've changed like, they're, they're going to be fine yeah, yeah, with me yeah. not listening to their music. They'll still succeed, I'm sure. But I'm sure. good on that. <laughs> sure. No, but I think... But 
Sorry. No, I was going to say that, you know, uh, again, obviously, when Chris Brown does play, it's in the background. I don't really pay my attention. It is what it is. But, you know, the likes of Octavian, I was very clear. And I was like, this man is actually mad. Like, you need to fucking go. Like, there's no way. I, I just, yeah, I think I don't actually listen to artists that I've completely cancelled out. It's it's a no, it's gone, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, but I think a, a lot of the time, like Ms. you were talking about the excuses that people give for the behaviours, is because they know that anything will pass in the society. And, I mean, you have these guys that have done ridiculous things, you know, <laughs> like the most ridiculous of things at a grown age. You don't have any excuses, but people will make excuses for you so if you've been found oh you know when i was 17 16 i said something that offended a lot of people and not just on one occasion it was a a, a pattern like every yeah. time i get on twitter i'm saying something that's offending somebody but yeah. oh no it's fine because no because now i'm a different i've changed in this and then people will come in with that same conversation and say, "Oh no, but they were young, and you know they have changed what what have you got to, what have they got to show to tell us that they've changed, but because oh no, they were young now it's a different person, and these are the same messages no, no go on I'm just saying like these are the same messages that they probably still believe in now, but now with because they know to it's be exposed, a bit more careful yeah. with how they type or what they say to people, we're not being exposed to a, a lot more of that as we used to in the past. But now, oh no, we must just assume it. Oh, suddenly you've changed. You're a different person. No. I do think it's it's very personal though. Like you'll decide what, what, what kind of the, the boundaries are for yeah. you. You'll make yeah. that decision and, and say what it is you're willing to let into your space. But I do think um, it is very much just about being very consistent. Um, if you're going to cut someone off now. And I think we, we, we're like maybe a bit tougher on our, our faves. And then the other guy's like, oh, no, you know, if the song comes on, it's fine to be very intentional across the board to say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not listening to you, favourites. I'm not listening to you, guy who's on the radio. I'm not listening to you, guy who my mom's listening to and she'll put her phone on loudspeaker to turn that shit off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just uh, that consistency needs to come through because Mm. otherwise it's just, that's why we find ourselves here in it. And how R. Kelly got to do what he was doing for decades because... No one cared. Oh, it wasn't hitting him in his pocket, right? So, anyway. For sure, for sure. Well, thank you, Zakes, for letting us know what you you say and for letting us say some things also. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I said what they really felt. Yeah. Uh, Don't don't forget to press skip next time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do not listen to the song. (laughs) Do you know what? You can do what you want to do. Consenting adults, as I always say, like if, like Zeke says, we choose our boundaries. If we don't want to do the things, or we do want to do it, we'll we'll move how um, we move in it. But anywho, on to the last segment now. We've got what's on your playlist, courtesy of Zama. Tell us. What's yes. Um, so, I mean, this week, what's one been watching and listening to? Well, actually, no. I wanted to actually highlight something else that may not necessarily be music or what I'm watching, but rather what's happening in Joburg this week. Oh. So, uh, from an event perspective and what I will be attending, rather, or oh. what's happening in the streets. Don't forget the sanitizer. No. Yeah, it's got it in my pocket. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so um, 
yeah, in terms of events that are kind of happening in the city this weekend, I think it's going to be a very busy one. I think everyone is kind of gearing up for the festive season, December, what to do, you know, so everyone's kind of, yeah, looking forward. I think we had a really, we really had bad weather the last weekend, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we have a nice warm weekend and people can actually attend all these great events that are going to be happening. Um, so I, I think I, I, I'll highlight maybe three events that um, I'm going to be making an uh, an appearance at um on saturday i happen to be djing at this event as well it's actually a homie of mine that i used to run with back in the day that's actually hosting it uh it's a house gig which is going to be happening in the south of johannesburg and then on sunday also it's playstation uh, tournaments that one of our good friends cheslin uh, has been doing uh, I mean, that gets a, quite a nice turnout uh, within the gaming world. I think, you know, that's another thing that's kind of upcoming in the city right now. So, yeah, I'll be catching some bobs over there on Sunday. Also, St. D Sundays, I've got a really massive lineup this week. Um, it's going to be dope. Uh, two of my favorite DJs are going to be there. Shimza and Kid Funk and a few others. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be dope. And I think lastly, The Dig are also doing a gig on Sunday. I'm really glad because they've actually moved their venues to Melville, which means it's more accessible. Um, the previous venue was quite a trick. So, um, yeah, looking forward to popping in there on Sunday as well and seeing what's good with the homies. Isn't there black coffee yeah. this weekend? Uh, deep in the city also, I mean, there's just a lot. So, no, he's at Saint, Saint on Friday, I think, as well. There's a lot. So, again, get December, sure. boss. So South Africans are not sleeping right now. So yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to do something completely different. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I am one on the, on the streets with my sanitizer in hand. So we <laughs> hope so, sis. Oh, I I miss this busy weekend. Uh yes, yeah, sis. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on in Cape Town too. I'll look up for the <laughs> gig calendar like for you. So I'm like, I love this. I'm like, I'm missing out. That time I wouldn't have been there anyway. But... <laughs> I sort of been at home. Cute. Yeah, I don't know. What's everyone else been kind of listening to, watching? So, watching, I've just been watching the same shit. Um, yeah, I've mostly been listening to the same stuff. As for, um, sorry, watching the same stuff, listening, I've been listening to the new Jasmine Sullivan. I've just pulled up my Spotify because I forget. Um, the new yeah. Jasmine Sullivan song, which is a bop. Um, also listen to a nice. new song called oh, Golden yeah. Part 2 yeah, featuring Mariba, which is Bahana featuring Mariba. It's a really nice song. Um, my yeah. friend JB introduced me to this guy from LA called, I think it's Blast. It's spelled B-L-X-S-T. And I'm in love with like three songs off of his current project. Like just really good vibes. Kind of R&B-ish, modern R&B-ish vibes. Dope. Kind of. I don't really know how to yeah. explain it. It's yeah, no, I don't know. I'm trying to put it somewhere. Sir, it's quite sirish, I'd say. Oh, nice. Mm. Please send. We like, we like. Please send. Um, and then I also. I know, guys. Oh, sorry. No, go on. No, go on. No, I was just gonna say I also listened to um. I don't know if you guys know Chromio, like the funk duo, modern funk duo, but they released a project called Quarantine Casanova, um, and it's a yeah. jokes. I like their whole vibe is that they make like modern funk music, but they also just are quite funny in general, like with the lyrical content so one of the songs is called six feet away another one's called roni got me stressed out which is an actual bop um <laughs> cabin fever and then stay in bed and do nothing in brackets like 
I, I was expecting it to just be funny, but the songs do go. They go off. So <laughs> nice. that's me. That's what I've been listening to. I think a lot of people release these quarantine type of albums. Mm. Even Itabond did that. Mm. Yes. Um, that's good. Quarantine. Um, yes, that's album. me. That's me. Like a treat. That's me. Well, Thanks. I'm going to do what I've been watching instead. Hmm. Um, so I actually started with uh, The Crown again. <laughs> <laughs> As well as you guys have been talking about it quite a bit, I was just like, oh, yeah, let me just let check me it just out. Let me just have a try. So I did actually, I had actually watched the first episode, like, oh, such a long time ago. And you know when you're just like, oh, I'm just not, like, captivated. Mm. But clearly I was not giving it time. And now we're literally on, like, the, I think maybe the seventh episode. And of it's which, just, like, series? going down. Of which the, series? The latest season. one. Uh, with Diana, one. yeah? No, the no, first no. Season. Not yet. Oh, not the Diana first yet. season. First. Oh, yeah. The so first and second where... season are so good. So good. Yeah. Before they changed the so it would, You know when you watch like two... No, you watched seven episodes in two days. And mm-hmm. you're just like, I just can't... I can't... Um, doing the most. Uh, press stop. So it's really, like, really, really good. Um, Really enjoying that. It's just a bit of a madness. Some of the things that you're seeing on there, it's just like, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, I uh, but I suppose Scandal is that family's um, middle name. All of them, everybody. So yeah, it's just a bit of a madness just seeing half the, the things that went down. Um, and that Winston Churchill that they found to play. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm like... Honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, proper enjoying that. It's a treat. Guys, if you haven't, get into that. I know everyone in SA has actually been watching a lot of that recently as mm. well because it it just got recently made available on Netflix, right? If mm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So everyone has been has been on it. So yeah, guys, get into a bit of that if you haven't. Music wise, um, I don't have any more artists to listen to because I've cancelled well. them all. <laughs> so... <laughs> They're all. It's uh, gone, <laughs> so delete, delete. Um, yeah, so nothing there, <laughs> nothing to tell. Oh, we listened to Brandy's album. No, we did from Thingy. And before thingy. we started oh, the actual that? podcast, we we're listening to Amarian guys. Wow, oh, that, what is there a that new album? One? I was saying to Zex, no, like the old stuff. Oh, no, okay. never listen to his current stuff. No ways. Um, I think it was was it twenty one. What was that album called? I think it was called that. Twenty one. Yeah. Was that his first album? Or no, that's the second, second one. Yeah, yeah twenty one or something. It guys, yes, it's, the beats on there. Wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Um, Paul? I'm mm. I'm I'm not really been watching anything new. It's the same Moesha, so um, nothing. Yeah, to same. Uh, <laughs> but listening to um, I got into this playlist because i just wanted to listen to some like funk music when i was cleaning on saturday so i, I, I got this playlist and it's like old soul funk listening to the commodores uh like, you know, she's a brick house <laughs> i was a good time i was having <laughs> the best of time, time of my life um <laughs> And then um also got into like Naughty's Pop, a McFly, Take oh my Back God. Your I like I had the best time of my life. The Saturdays, me and my girl, we got issues, issues, issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know the lyrics never made sense, but it was good times. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to. And then my friend Yakub um sent me 
this little mix song that he was really upset about that I hadn't listened to yet that he sent me two video <laughs> notes just to tell me how much of a crappy person I was because I hadn't given him feedback and then I listened to it on repeat it's called Sweet Melody I, I, I'm all for British pop music guys it, it, it goes down uh, it's, it's a breakup song it yeah does. it's great it's very good stuff can I just mm-hmm. say, say, like, guys, I actually, like, I do have to mention the music that I've been listening to this week, because as much as I know that I said I'm not talking about these things, I do have to... <laughs> <laughs> Talk about no, I was like, I'm not, not dying, no, I'm not dying. Excuse me? Guys, Como, just allow Como. me. So, Jordan Rukay has, he goes by another la- uh, alias, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Called Dan Kai. And it's more like an, an electronic sound. And, oh, my word... That stuff is fire. So good. So between that and Charles Webster has also released like an electronic album. I've oh yeah, I saw you listening to that to death on the sidebar, Spotify did, sidebar of shame. Did you see? Yes. <laughs> I was like, who's this Definitely. Charles Webster? I swear every time I look, Zama's oh, listening wow. to this music. Oh um, my gosh. These two albums this past week rinsed. So yeah, I just had to mention that guys. Hmm. Sorry. Nice. Anyway. Nice to know what everybody's yeah. been listening yeah. to, what everybody's been watching. Yeah, this has been this has been fun, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the seventh episode. Um, and yeah, just like send us your dilemmas. Make sure to let us know when you're listening, what your thoughts are, and some of the things that we discussed. Uh, our handles are, I think, on Twitter and Instagram, WSTT Podcast. And the hashtag is the same. Um, And also, like we always say, you can always slide into our DMs uh, directly if you know us personally. Yeah, so that's us. That's been this episode. Girlies, thank you again. I feel like we had some really, like, deep chats this evening. Today, yeah. I like we had some really deep like generally chats. it's a lot of laughs but generally yeah. it's a lot of laughs I feel like you really enjoyed it bro. yeah I know you really enjoyed this one yeah mm. <laughs> okay <laughs> sure um yeah cool 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 well thank you again for listening and I guess we'll see you in the next episode same time same place yes. uh also remember to follow the podcast on um on Apple Music I think you can also leave a review on Apple Music right uh, and make sure to follow us on Spotify as well so you know when we've uploaded yeah. a new one if you miss it on socials. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next yeah. week. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys. Bye.